1: If you want to protect yourself, get a double-barrel shotgun, as I told my wife. I said, Jill, if there's ever a problem, just walk out on the balcony here, or walk out, put that double-barrel shotgun, and fire two blasts. You don't need an AR-15. It's harder to aim, it's harder to use, and in fact, you don't need 30 rounds to protect yourself. Buy a shotgun. Buy a shotgun.
2: Ah, yes, Joe Biden's home security advice. It would be impossible to be more wrong than he was in that ridiculous statement. First of all, an AR-15 is the easiest firearm in the world to shoot, and women love the (laughs) AR-15. It's the easiest firearm to shoot in the world. A double-barrel shotgun. First of all, walk out, fire both of your shells, both of your rounds, and then you're standing there with an empty gun. And he assumes everybody has a balcony. The man is one of the biggest morons ever to roam the face of the earth. Just extraordinary. Buy a shotgun, buy a shotgun. And a 12-gauge double-barrel shotgun for Jill Biden would break both of her arms. Just trying to hold it in place as she blasted two 12-gauge rounds from her double-barrel shotgun into the air. Standing there with an empty shotgun. To say that he is dim of wit would be insulting to numbskulls everywhere. Numbskulls? Yeah, sure. Mop, mop, mop. I'm telling you. Just, uh, just amazing. Extraordinary. Now, I've got uh, mailbag day today, too. Uh, and I want to share with you, ABC News is excited because last night they they said, pandemic of snow is there that they, Because pandemic is a word that they use now. It's It has nothing to do with snow. Pandemic of snow, because they butcher the English language in myriad ways. Pandemic of snow in Anchorage, that's in Alaska, where my best girl and I have been many times. Pandemic of snow in Anchorage sets a record for the earliest arrival of 100 inches. I assume they mean of snow, 100 inches of snow. Even by Alaska standards, there's a lot of snow this winter. Is that because of global warming? Because you keep telling us that the, and everything is bad if the planet gets warmer when, in fact, everybody loves warmer, nobody loves colder. And warmer means you have more land on which you can grow crops and, and herd cattle, although oh, they, they want to stop cattle from existing, too, because they love them so much they want to as genocide for for cattle because they think cows belch or flatulate or something, and that's bad for the for the environment. A hundred inches of snow, and it, they call it a pandemic. That's completely ridiculous. More than eight point seven feet of snow. Well, you live in Anchorage, Alaska. What were you thinking? It's. Uh, You know, January, about to be February, in Anchorage, Alaska. Oh, no, we got a lot of snow. No kidding. Scoop. My best girl and I, we tend to go. We've been there several times on sea cruises, you know, and before and after. Uh, And you always go in the summertime because you won't have 100 inches of snow, (laughs) And, uh, and, and, and ABC is presenting this in a way like we're supposed to be shocked and we're supposed to be appalled that there's snow in Alaska in January. Oh no, it's the most in 100 years. Well, didn't you tell us the planet was warming? And isn't it terrible that glaciers are melting, which becomes fresh water for everyone? Nitwits. This is, see, this is not global warming, this is climate change. And if it snowed, if it's the earliest, or the, and it's not even the first time, it's the earliest arrival of 100 inches of snow in Anchorage, right? Uh, and uh, it's, just, it's just amazing. Set to record. And when's the last time they had 100 inches of snow? Did that have anything to do with SUVs? Bunch of, I'm telling you. Um, okay, well, before I get to the mailbag, and I want to get to the mailbag, we have a recovering communist. We have recovering communist in the Midwest on the, uh, on the line. Let's go to Tom, who's also calling from Illinois. Tom, you're on the Chris plant show.
1: Well, thanks for taking my call. You know, you're constantly talking about how crazy it is that the left loves crime. And that's certainly true, but you never talk about why. And I think we're selling them short. Mm-hmm. Uh, the motivation there's no mysteries in human affairs and there's there's a motivation here um they would like to see local police forces being ineffective so that they can say we need a national police force and this comes from a little bit of history i don't know if you remember the egyptian revolution sure Okay.
2: The most recent, so, year I mean, they're, they're, they've been around for a long time, but you're talking about uh, 10 years ago or so. Yes, sir. Yeah.
1: So um, it happened very quickly. And the American left was pretty shocked by that because they know there's quite a few people here in the United States that are displeased with their leadership. Mm-hmm. And so they did some research, and they found the reason it was so successful so fast was they used the Internet, and there was a lot of call from the left about, regulating the internet but the other thing they did they did some polling they polled the military they polled fire departments police departments the general population and they said if there was an uprising against democratic leadership which way would you fall and the leadership in the military fell with the democrats but the rank and file fell with the conservatives local police and fire departments, fell with conservatives. And so right after the Egyptian revolution, we hear all these stories, and you can remember the video on um, the news, that the local police departments were too militarized. And they had all this video of these riot um, vehicles coming in, and they looked very military, and said, this is just terrible, terrible, that didn't fly very well. And out of that came the defund the police campaign. And so the more crime we can have in local jurisdictions, where the local police department is ineffective, we can go and say, we need a federal police department.
2: Well, and and, and, and you're right, the Democrats have been talking about this for years, and Barack Obama has talked about a national police force. And he he said that, uh, we actually have the audio for you, Tom, that that uh, Barack Obama said that he wants, well, I'll let Barack Obama say it, he wants a big, uh, overfunded national police force that will trounce the military. We
0: cannot continue to rely only
2: on our military in order to achieve the national security objectives that we've set. We've got to have a civilian national security force that's just as powerful,
1: just as strong, just as well-funded.
2: Now, does that sound like the Gestapo or what, Tom?
1: Well... Um, we don't have to sound like it. If um, We just have to open up the newspaper every day and see how we're living in a Stasi-style society.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and this is why more and more people are getting upset with liberal leadership um, and why the left is more and more aggressive. So it's, it's not a mystery what they're up to. The mystery is why our Republican leadership is not doing anything to protect us from it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, now let me let me pause you there for a sec, because uh, you, you told Jasmine when you called in that you're recovering communist from the Midwest. Uh, explain that.
1: Well, um, you have to understand socialism is a very seductive uh, promise. And I was seduced through my education experience. And I came out of school literally a uh, Mao tongue, quoting convert to progressivism. And it was during Reagan's first term that I learned how foolish I was to have relied on my um, leftist professors promoting this false panacea Mm -hmm. and never looked back. Um, There's so much I'd love to tell you about the motivation behind my ex-comrades in economics, Mm -hmm. Uh, but... We don't have time to do that right yeah, now
2: yeah well listen i'm glad that you called in though and look ronald reagan opened my eyes too and i was in college in the 1980s and i was handed mao's little red book as well and you know taught about the the glories are they just you know equal come see come saw communism has its virtues and capitalism has its virtues and and uh, like they're co-equal forms of government and economic uh, uh structures when of course we know that they're not and you know, Ronald Reagan saved millions and millions of us. I think from the abyss, and you—you you must be a fan of David Horowitz, the great former leftists. Of, you know, uh, Berkeley, uh, California, former leftists in the real old days in the '60s and so on. And he became a a right-thinking, conservative American capitalist. And uh, you know, you gotta you gotta shake out of it. It's 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 an amazing world. There is no doubt about it. And Tom. I'm glad I, I, I could go on with you all day. I'm glad you called in, and I'm glad that you're recovered. Thank you, sir. Yeah, you bet. Uh, thanks very much. And, you know, we need uh, we need uh, a lot of people are going to need uh, to recover. The left talks about how they want to put people in re-education camps. Who is the most recent Democrat to do that? It was just a, uh, very recently the re-education camp. Was it Kamala Harris? Jennifer or, Rubin. Oh, Jennifer Rubin. That's right, at the Washington Post. Yeah, re-education camps for Republicans because, you know, still stuck on capitalism and liberty and the Bill of Rights and freedom and crazy things like that, I got to tell you. Uh, Tom, uh, thank you very much. A lot of former lefties out there. I wasn't like a hardcore lefty, but I was being indoctrinated. And, in, in, you know, uh, my Santa Barbara City College days, The uh, I didn't go to Harvard, so I was able to make it out alive and uh, figure it all out. And meeting Ronald Reagan in person several times helped a lot. That's cheating. Not everybody had that luxury. I've got to say. Look, let's take a uh, let's take a break here. i want to do the mailbag, mailbag from our wonderful listeners, coming up. And uh, I've got well, how many do I have? I have uh, four, or four or five uh, queries today. Queries, those are like questions, but with a funnier word. I've got um, the mailbag coming up and. Um, how many illegals have come across our border illegally under Joe Biden's terrible and illegal presidency? That's coming up. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 listener sea cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system.
2: All right, it's mailbag time. It's Wednesday... Hump Day in the Clinton Household and Mailbag Day on the Chris Plant Show. Let me get right to it. Nick, Nick Meme says, have you flown a plane lately? If you had an opportunity, what would you like to fly? Well, that's an easy one. Uh, the, the answer is, uh, Nick, I have not had the opportunity to pilot an airplane lately. In my uh, previous professional iteration, I was able to fly and to pilot an F-16 uh, Fighting Falcon U.S. Air Force. Um, and I was able to fly an F-18 uh, U.S. Navy Marine Corps airplane, aircraft carrier-based airplane. And I didn't get to do, I did some aileron rolls and, you know, loop. and uh, But I didn't really get to try to rip the wings off the plane like I did with the F-16 with the werewolves out of Moody Air Force Base in Georgia. And if I could fly, that is to say, pilot another plane. Now, I would want to fly an F-16. I'm i am kind of in love with the F-16. It's If I were a billionaire, if I had Mark Zuckerberg money and wasn't on Capitol Hill being grilled, I would have an F-16 and one for my friends, too, so I'd get two of them and uh, so we could fly F-16s together. I think that'd be great. My friend Luis Kenyonis has a fighter jet. Has a He used to be an F-14 pilot in the Navy. Left the Navy, became very successful. He has an Eastern European fighter jet. And I almost got to go flying with him a while back, but I didn't. And maybe when Luis is uh, back in town. Uh, Luis Quinone is a great American immigrant from Guatemala and a great American story. But uh, no, no, Nick, sadly, I haven't been able to pilot a plane lately. I would certainly like to. And one where you can do... You know, 9G loops. I only did 7.5G loops, I think. The the computer was set to preserve the plane. Healthy Scratch says, Remember when a president... <laughs> when what a president read was a big deal. You know, like uh, President walking from the... Uh, Ronald Reagan, Bill Clinton walking from the helicopter to the White House. And everybody, ooh, what book does he have in his hand? What book does he have in his hand? And, you know, Joe Biden... Uh, he reads the ingredients on, uh, you know, on Vick's VapoRub and, and on uh, cream of wheat. That's about all he reads. Yeah, remember when what a president was reading was a big deal. What do you think Joe Biden is reading besides ice cream curtains? I think that's about it, honestly. he might look at the headlines in the Washington Post, but I, I, you know, clearly there is no, you never see him with a book and nobody ever asks because it doesn't come up in conversation. He doesn't read Sure. Sirokiva. Sirokiva. Sirokiva says, Will you do a ditto cam during the show like Rush Limbaugh did? Like Rush Limbaugh did. Would you do a ditto cam? Can we get more Facebook lives or YouTube videos? Is the question from Sirokiva. And. um, We've been talking about putting a camera in here for, for a long time in the studio. Now, the thing is, we're in the middle of a major renovation at our studios, the whole floor. And we're moving from the studio we're in right now to a new studio down the hall. And there has been a lot of talk about having a a live stream video cam so that the show would be going out on the Internet like Rush Limbaugh's Ditto cam. Uh, it has not yet been accomplished, but it is in theory at least, in the pipeline. Uh, can we get more Facebook Lives or YouTube videos? I did do a video yesterday. I, I'm supposed to do two videos a week, and we uh, accomplish that much of the time, but not all of the time. And uh, I did post a video. Yeah, Michael posted the video yesterday, not me, but I made the video yesterday. And uh, that's posted on, you know, the Chris Plant show, the uh, uh, Twitter, and uh, what else do we have on? Yeah, the Facebook, and what else? Instagram. Instagram, and we have the Instagram. And, and are all the old videos there, too? Yeah. yeah, they're all there, too? Okay. I don't go look at videos myself, you know. I'm much too modest. When I walk by a mirror, I don't stop and look at myself, you know, as a rule. But uh, so maybe media is not the right line of work for me. Hard to say. Yeah, I know uh, uh, more. Um, yeah, I'm pretty busy, though. I got the Newsmax job. and the Now, uh Carter Rocks, Carter Rocks, writes, Why doesn't Trump run on making one of his signature issues establishing English as the official language of the United States of America? That naturally reminds us of Barack Obama telling us that we all need to learn to speak Spanish because they plan on opening our borders, right? Instead of worrying about whether uh, immigrants can learn English, they'll learn English. You need to make sure your child can speak Spanish. Yeah, we got to speak Spanish because the Democrats are planning on destroying America as we know it and open borders and learn another language because, and then when you ask liberals about it, they always say, well, who do you think's going to do our dishes and mow our lawns because they're nothing if not racist and condescending? And I do believe President Trump should run on making it, and I do believe English should be the official language of the United States of America. It's the official language of international diplomacy, thanks to us, of international aviation, thanks to us. French used to be important, and French is the official language of France. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... not a funny story dog killed by other dog in dc cvs washington dc drugstore the cvs owner warns others naturally sure dc news now daniel hamburg a dc woman is warning others after she says her dog was attacked and killed by another dog inside a cvs store in glover park It's about two miles down the hill from where we are now. She says she wants to see change to make dog owners accountable for their dog's behavior. Sophia Haney was walking her 12-year-old Shih Tzu. Can you say that on the radio? Maple, the dog's name Maple, was named Maple, down Wisconsin Avenue. Wisconsin Avenue is a block away from us here. When she decided to grab something inside the CVS, but she never expected that it would be the last time she would see her dog alive. Haney says she was careful, and she was careful when she brought her dog Maple around other dogs. When I was in the store walking down the aisle, I saw a woman with a pit bull. A woman with a pit bull? Yes, a woman with a pit bull. And I decided to rush through and try to get as far away as possible. Fear of pit bulls, you know. But on January 10th, she wasn't able to get away for long. The Metropolitan Police Department says a one- to two-year-old pit bull was being walked down the aisle number 11 at the CVS store when it lunged at Maple. Uh Uh-oh, this is not good for Maple. The dog had its mouth around my dog's torso, and she was screaming, my dog never does this. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? So unfortunately... We were unable to separate the dog from my pet. Pitbulls, you see, it's a pitbull. It's not the pitbull's fault. It's the owner's fault. It always is. Maple died in the store. But you got all kinds of medical stuff right there. It's a it's a drugstore. The pitbull's owner surrendered her dog to animal control that day, though it's unclear where the dog is now. Probably escaped. Probably escaped, went to Brazil or something. Haney says police close the case the same day, classified it as an animal bite. Well, I guess that's what it is. Unfortunately, even though we see pets as family members legally, they don't see it in the same way. She wants that to change, but for now she's just warning others. All I can do is hope that other dog owners don't take their dogs into CVS stores. Is that to take care of themselves and their pets, and their families. When they're even passing by other animals, they don't know. A CVS spokesperson said, CVS Pharmacy generally prohibits animals inside our retail pharmacy stores. However, service animals are welcome. Sure, like on airplanes, on airliners and stuff. Due to the police investigation, CVS could not comment further. Couldn't comment further. That's uh, You got a shih tzu I'm sorry, I apologize for saying the name of that breed of dog. I know, it's, it's a family show. We try to stay away from such things. The pit bull. My, uh, my brother, uh, David, had a, uh, a pit bull for a long, long time. Beautiful, kind of gray uh, dog. And uh, it was a well-behaved dog because it was raised to be a well-behaved dog. Right, now let's go to uh, soundbite number one, numero uno. As they say at the Democrat Party headquarters, This is Congressman Jim Jordan talking about the open border, Joe Biden's open border, and the Democrats telling us all we better learn to speak Spanish because the Democrats, the left, has got a long-term plan for the United States, and it is the death sentence for the United States of America. That's the left, and that is the Democratic Party today. Remember, the Democratic Party isn't. Common courtesy isn't. Common sense isn't. Friendly fire, of course, isn't. All right, let's go to Jim Jordan, uh, talking about what's going on at our border and how completely out of control it is. We're on pace to get to 12 million in the Biden presidency.
0: 12 million, that's equivalent to the entire population of Ohio. We're the seventh largest state, for goodness sake. So let's say timeout. No more money can be used. No American tax dollars can be used to
2: process or release into the country any new migrants. And let's impeach Alejandro Mayorkas. Oh, this will... It it will be a feel-good moment, and and the first phase of that took place last night. But, you know, the lizard king, Chuck Schumer, is in charge of the Senate, and uh, they will never agree, of course, to impeach in the Senate. In fact, you know, they've got a very slim majority in the House to impeach him, and if they lose about two Republicans in the House, they may not be able to impeach him in the House with the full House of Representatives. But he should be in leg shackles and dragged away to maybe Guantanamo Bay. I think that would be appropriate. Now, when I heard Jim Jordan say we're on pace to reach 12 million illegal aliens coming into our country illegally during the Biden administration, I was reminded that during the 62 years that Ellis Island in New York City was the gateway to the United States of America, a total of 12 million legal immigrants came through Ellis Island Between, and this is over the course of 62 years, between 1892 and 1954, during that 62-year period, 12 million legal immigrants came into the United States through Ellis Island. It was the main gateway to the United States, certainly on the East Coast. And uh, Joe Biden could break that record in four years of illegal immigrants. Aliens, not legal immigration, but illegal immigration. And so when I heard Jim Jordan say that, I said, I wonder if he's aware of the fact that Ellis Island was open, and it was really only open in the gateway for 62 years from 1892 to 1954. 12 million people came through, and Joe Biden could shatter that with illegal aliens in just four years. He should be impeached for that alone. Start impeaching Joe Biden. Impeach every damn one of them they should be dragged out of the these government buildings in cuffs these people are treacherous you know I don't like to use treasonous but you know if you're looking for treasonous behavior i think it uh, it's something we can find just amazing joe biden lied again uh, about the open border saying that oh well those darn republicans what now i um, mean again he signed 92 or 94 executive orders in the first 90 days of his presidency, all reversing what President Trump had done at the border with the Remain in Mexico policy to apply for asylum. You know, 90% plus are not actually eligible for asylum in the United States. You can't say, you know, my mom's mean, so I need to come to the United States. Or, I, uh, you know, I ran out of pot in Guatemala, so I'm coming to the United States. My, you know, cocaine is less expensive in California. And now we're talking being being on pace, Jim Jordan says, to break 12 million illegal aliens. The population of the state of Ohio, look, just in the last fiscal quarter, the last three months of last year, the number of illegal aliens that came into our country is greater than the population of 33 of our states. Just in three months And the Democrats look you square in the face and yell at you and call you names and lie to you. Joe Biden is a, I I don't think it'd be unfair to call him a pathological liar. It might be because he's too dumb to know the difference between what is true and what is false. But Joe Biden yesterday, oh, I can't do anything. They got to give me the power. Everything he did was an executive order, not requiring Congress's involvement in any way. Everything President Trump did was by executive order. You know, the Emancipation Proclamation by Abraham Lincoln, freeing the slaves from the Democrat Party, was an executive order. He has the authority to, and he knows this, either that or he's very, very severely brain damaged. Joe Biden lying to us.
1: Tell all I can be. Give, give me the
2: power. I've asked for the very day I let it off. Give me the border control. Give me the people, give me the people to judge. Give me the people to stop this, to take it work right. He is a path that was just so filled with lies. Give me the power. I've been asking since day one. He had both houses of Congress on day one. Uh, and uh, and no, Congress won't because they're now Republicans in charge of the House of Representatives. And he lies and lies and lies and the media lies with him and they carry his bucket of lies. Give me the power. Give me the Border Patrol. The Border Patrol is a federal law enforcement agency under the Department of Homeland Security, under Alejandro Mayorkas. Congress doesn't have to do anything. He is a lying Sacagawea, and the, 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 the Congress should impeach him. That's what they should do. Give me the power. You have the power, moron. And there's not a reporter at the White House who's going to say, you have the power, moron, or at just point, you could leave off moron, and just say, you have the power. You're talking about executive authority. You signed 92 or 94 executive orders, Undoing every executive order that Trump had implemented to secure our border, the most secure it had been in generations. Now you're shattering all records. Again, last three months of 2023, the number of illegal aliens that came in exceed the number of people that live in 33 different states. And Jim Jordan is talking about during the four years, a population greater than the state of Ohio. Cleveland, Cincinnati, the lake, goes from Pennsylvania to Indiana. You know, Ohio, amazing. A Democrat mayor, and he just—he's just lying, lying, lying. And the media licks it up like that pit bull in the CVS. They just—they—they they eat it up. Uh, the mayor of Denver is a Democrat, a left-wing Democrat named Mike Johnston. And amazingly, he spoke to uh, Lawrence Jones at uh, Fox News, I guess yesterday, about all the illegal aliens uh, in the state of in the city of Denver, rather, and how their their healthcare system. I talked about this in the last couple of weeks. Their healthcare system is imploding on itself because all the illegal aliens use emergency rooms as free clinics for themselves. Yeah, I think our city is very close to its breaking point now, and we've been talking to leaders in D.C. around the country about why we
1: needed to take action here. I think we have successfully welcomed almost 40,000 migrants in the last year, and, and we know what it takes to do this successfully. We just need that help, and the things we need are, yes, we need federal dollars, but the most important thing is we need you know, work authorization for folks when they arrive, and we need those resources at the border so you can add more security at the border and so you can help process those asylum claims so the folks that do arrive here can work. The challenge we have is you have someone that'll arrive in Denver who's been admitted on an asylum claim, but they're... Court date for their asylum case is six years away, Mm -hmm. and they're in Denver for six years without an ability to work and support themselves.
2: Well, while they're waiting for their uh, court date on being here illegally, because Joe Biden gives them uh, uh, slips of paper and tells them to show up in a courtroom somewhere long after they're dead, because, you know, eight years from now, are you out of your mind? 40,000 illegals in Denver, and he said every hotel room in the city is packed, with illegal aliens. They have no place to put them anymore. In Chicago, they were going to kick all the illegal aliens out into the street in February, but the mayor there, let's go Brandon Johnson, who is a defund-the-police moron and a former school principal, amazingly, a perfect example of why our school systems are such a disaster. You're, uh, I gotta tell you, you're a Democrat party. Aren't they amazing? Um, Also, War in the Middle East, war in Europe, war on Joe Biden's watch, war everywhere. Reporter asked Joe Biden if he plans to hold Iran responsible for killing three Americans, three more Americans, the other day.
1: Yes. I do hold them responsible in the sense that they're supplying the
2: weapons to the people who They're supplying the weapons. So he holds them responsible to the extent that they're supplying the weapons and the training and the money and the backing. And Joe Biden is providing billions of dollars to Iran so that they can wage war against us. You know, who are we? We played audio of a congressman a couple of, maybe a week ago. Um, saying, uh, oh, as uh, Lindsey Graham. We're funding both sides of the wars. I think it was Lindsey Graham. We're funding Israel and we're funding Hamas. We're funding Ukraine and we're funding Russia by not embargoing their oil sales and uh, so on, right? And now we're funding both sides of the war because we're funding Iran's war against us. Joe Biden is funding the war against us by funneling billions and billions to Iran. Six billion for five hostages that they were holding. Billions more in their oil sales that Joe Biden is allowing to be released on the open market. Just, uh, just amazing. And Joe Biden, now it turns out, they decided at the last minute that they will send Joe Biden to Dover uh, for the return of the three Americans killed there Uh, Skip Cobble Kirby. Let's go to the Gold Star mom, Kelly Barnett. Uh, Because, again, and Joe Biden, you can never hear him. This is a technique that they use. Cobble Kirby spoke yesterday also aboard an airplane, so you can't hear him either. It's all obviously deliberate at this point. Nobody's that stupid, even these people. Gold Star mom, Kelly Barnett, her uh, Marine Corps son, Taylor Hoover, was murdered by the troglodytes at the airport in Kabul during Joe Biden's completely botched withdrawal. Uh, and we're funneling billions to the Taliban, too, because they're not on our side. Gold star mom talking about she was there when her son's remains returned to Dover. You remember Joe Biden was standing there looking at his watch like he had someplace else to be.
0: I saw him check his watch probably three times. Um, and then at that point, I told my my daughters, um you know, stop looking at him. This is—we're here to receive your brother. This is about your brother. Don't look at him anymore. Like I said, an unwanted distraction. Um, but yes, it—it—he—he he checked his watch. I—I I don't care what people say. I was there. I saw it. He checked his watch numerous times. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure.
2: Yeah. So Joe Biden will be going now. Now he's going to East Palestine, which he still mispronounces. Maybe he thinks he's going to the Middle East. And he will be going to Dover, although that was a last-minute decision late yesterday afternoon. And the families may or may not want to to see him. Pro-life activists charged by Joe Biden's Department of Justice face 11 years in prison. I will play for you the reason why when we come back. Now, uh, Larry Elder, Larry Elder, who's great, he's wonderful, is raising a funny question. At the Super Bowl, they're going to play the Black National Anthem. That's what the racists call it of the Confederacy and Jim Crow, the Democrats. The Black National Anthem will be played at the Super Bowl. And Larry Elder asks a hilarious question. What happens if a white player takes a knee during the Black National Anthem? Well, I expect riots and arson and you know police cars burned and shootings and that's what I would expect because you know Democrats. But that's uh, Larry Elder fun fun idea by by Larry Elder. Uh, my best girl also weighed in by text and reminded me she wanted to remind me you also flew a helicopter. That's true. I also piloted a uh, a helicopter uh, in addition to the F sixteen and the F eighteen. Um, And a little of this and a little of that. But yeah, helicopter too. All right, now let's go to, uh, because this is completely crazy. Um, Pro-lifers targeted by Biden DOJ found guilty yesterday in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, Jury found six pro-life activists guilty Tuesday of violating the freedom of access to clinic entrances. That's got to be an acronym, right? FACE. They ironically, you know, we're talking about abortion and they call it FACE. So six pro-life activists went to an abortion clinic and uh, they did this. They sat down in the hallway and they sang. You may remember one of the men at the forefront of this group was raided by um, a violent gang of FBI people in body armor and helmets with rifles and held his seven children at uh, gunpoint while they arrested him. He had said, oh, if you want me to come in, I'll come in, like Peter Navarro. But instead, they shackled him and dragged him away. Now, because of Democrats, they're being threatened with 11 years in prison. 11 years in prison for sitting in a hallway and singing. Whereas the Democrats practically burned my city down and didn't do a day in jail. (laughs)